welcome to the Motivation for Regular People podcast, where you'll find all of the inspiration you need to start, continue, and finish the goals that matter most to you. Thanks for tuning in today. My name is Brady Ross. As always, I hope that you don't just hear a bunch of ideas or theories in this episode that don't make sense in real life. My hope is that you will walk away with something real and tangible that you can use and apply right away. I know that that will happen with today's episode because you are about to hear from a very special guest. We have Jimmy Clare on the show today. Jimmy is an author, a motivational speaker. He is the founder of Crazy Fitness Guy, and he is an advocate for autism as someone who has autism himself. I appreciate Jimmy's authenticity and vulnerability in the episode. He doesn't shy away from the challenges that he's faced or some of the darker parts of his story. He is open and vulnerable and willing to share about some of the challenges that he's faced and how he has overcome those various issues. And I know that you are going to learn and you're going to benefit from hearing what he has to say on today's show. Before we get into this week's episode, let me tell you briefly about the Midweek Momentum newsletter. If you're anything like me, you start the new week with a lot of excitement. It's Monday, you're energized coming off the weekend, you're excited for what lies ahead, and then as the week goes on, maybe you have additional responsibilities added to your to-do list, maybe something comes up that you weren't expecting, but it can be hard to finish the week with the same amount of drive and passion as you started with. If this is something that you can relate to, I encourage you to visit my website at bradyross.com, that's B-R-A-D-Y-R-O-S. and sign up for my midweek momentum newsletter each tuesday i'll send you a quick thought or quote or some other form of inspiration that will help you keep going and finish the week strong after you subscribe you'll get a free instant download of the introduction and first chapter of my book seven steps to dominate your day and crush your goals this newsletter is entirely free i'm not going to spam you or sell your information i simply want to help you finish the week with the same amount of excitement and passion that you started with so again you can sign up today at bradyross.com that's b-r-a-d-y-r-o-s-s.com all right let's get into my conversation with jimmy claire Jimmy, thanks for coming on the podcast. Thanks for having me. So obviously you have a very unique story. I'd love for you to just take some time to tell us a little about who you are and what you've experienced in life so far. So uh, growing up, I was told by a lot of people, well, my parents, I mean, they were told as well, that I wouldn't be able to do uh, many things in life like reading higher than a second grade level because I'm autistic. I was also told I wouldn't be able to read or or I mean write or or uh, walk, etc. Because like I didn't I wasn't meeting my milestones back then. So when I was uh, learned, I didn't meet everything. When I was younger, it, and when I was when I was younger and everything, uh, they told me I wasn't be able to walk without braces or crutches. I had neither. I was also told that uh, that I wouldn't be able to clean, cook, can't do anything for myself. I would just be a useless person. Well, twenty nine years later, 
I still annoy the hell out of everybody and I can do everything pretty much on, well, on my own. Well, probably not taxes yet because I'm still figuring out that piece of crap that I've, uh, well, I mean, you know, one thing I've always, always, and I'll get back on track, but one thing I always think that taxes should include, here's the total amount you owe, that's it. It'd be like uh, T-Mobile's bill. You pay one thing, there you go. I, I mean, here's the total price. There, you, that's what you pay. Not this, hey, let's hide everything in this nook and cranny in this six, this thick piece of paper form and like, what the freaking hell does this mean? Uh, <laughs> that's my little rant for Tuesday. But, uh, so, but fast forward a little bit, I was bullied eight years and it was hell. I had some principal, I had one prince, assistant principal who I think was a little cuckoo in the head. He always said that bullying didn't exist in school. And I wish I said to him, it's like, well, if you left your two by uh, two office, you would see that the bullying existed. Mm. But of course I kept silent because, I, well, even though I, I didn't really have a filter back then, my parents always told me to be polite and everything else. And I tried to for the most part, but I had a long ways to go. And however, and the bullying became to a point where I wanted to just drop out of school. But my, my mom always played the guilt kind of card and she always uh, said, well, if you drop out of school, you can explain to your, your uh, grandma why you'd be the only grandchild that hasn't graduated high school. And I was like, mm. oh, I mean, just in school in general. I was like, crap. I was like, I, I can't upset grandma, damn it. And so uh, I found, I, I thought of a way because I, I, I didn't like, I didn't want the, I always felt like asking for help was, a sign of weakness. So I played a kind of a, well, not really a game, but I started skipping the bus, taking the bus home from school because I didn't like, uh, because one of the bullies was actually on my bus. So I was like, what a great way to go home. And I was like, I get bullied in school and on the way home, I get the rest of it. So I was like, this really sucks. And so, uh, I my seventh grade teacher who was my special who was in who was my special education teacher. She knows that that I always like being. I love my routines. My routines are uh, very helpful for me. And when I'm off my routines, she uh, she knows that I was off my routine, and she told, and she kind of like demanded me to tell me tell her what was going on. I mean, not in a rude way, because uh, but the, like the first excuse I made was that my that one of my teachers in school needed to talk to me, and I stayed after. And she actually followed up on that lead, and she knew I was lying. And I didn't really, I wasn't really expecting to. I'm not a so-called liar. But I didn't want to make it obvious that I was hurting. But so fast forward, 
and so eventually she uh, kept pushing and eventually I told her everything was going on. She, I remember she went across the hallway to the assistant principal's office and I could hear some pretty loud voices in that room. Hmm. But the guy still wouldn't let up. And then my, my, uh, my, um, my guidance counselor in, uh, in middle school also got involved. And then finally, he figured out bullying did exist. He was like uh, Cornelius Fudge and Harry Potter. And it's like, they, he really is back. Nah, really? So it's like, I would just, and like, we all found this out earlier and whatnot, but he was a little late to the game. And so, if, uh, fast forward to high school, I got bullied by three other bullies, and it uh, it got to a point also where they were making fun of my friends as well as me. And one night, me and my dad were on, uh, were just watching TV on the couch, and we saw this info commercial for P90X. And my dad and I uh, tried to lose weight before. I even had a personal trainer that came to my house. Though I never knew what happened to him because he just stopped showing up one day. I don't know if my parents told him to never come back or whatnot. He didn't even look the part of a personal trainer. I mean, he was big and heavy. And, and, and I'm not making fun of anybody who's a, like, a little heavy or extra heavy because I'm not. But if if you're a personal trainer, you should at least look the part. That's like um, doctors or nurses saying you should not smoke and then go outside and have a cigarette later on. Uh, I don't know. I, I don't know if that's being me being rude, but I just feel like don't do the opposite of what you told me. It's like live and like if you're going to give advice live by the advice too follow your own rules for pete's sake <laughs> uh, and then so i lost 30 pounds with p90x and nothing fit me anymore so i had to get all new brand new clothes because nothing would stay up even if i tied it very tight still didn't work so got some new clothes and I felt really good. I felt confident. And so at the 15 minutes left, uh, actually, sorry, 10 minutes left of my math class in high school, I stood up to the bullies because I wanted witnesses. I didn't trust the security cameras in my school because I always considered my school kind of, uh, my school back uh, then, very cheap because uh the special education classes always got the hand-me-downs or and like the less important we didn't get like the high technology like some of the other classrooms that ain't we had a fight pretty much for every little nook and cranny and it got to and then so finally i went over to the bullies in front of them in front of their desk and I looked both of them dead in the eye. I cursed, I yelled, 
I said every name in the book that I could possibly come up with. And it lasted about like less than a minute. And even though, I, and, and I purposely did it in math class because I didn't want it to become an all out fist fight, even though I knew karate. My karate, I admit, probably was a little rusty because I hadn't done it in 10 years. So I I just wanted all the witnesses, teachers, and my friends included. And so finally, they tried one more, they tried once again the next day. Well, before that, they, uh, I, I got sent down to the principal's office. Uh, and the principal actually heard what I did and she congratulated me. And I asked her, I was like, am I in trouble? She's like, you're in trouble for what? And like a couple of names and whatnot and yelling at the top of your lungs and, and dropped in the last few minutes of class. And it's like, you stood up to your, stood up to the boys. You st you help uh, stand up for yourself and your friends. And it's like, as like if I'm put you in trouble, I should just resign. <laughs> so, yeah, that's interesting. So if it's all right, I want to stop you just for some reflection yeah. right now because this this is pretty incredible. So you go from you know being born having some of these physical limitations that you talked about. You use the word useless for how the doctors describe you and your future and your life. So you went from that place and then being bullied in all of these different places to. Now, you know, you have this confidence, you've gotten in better physical shape, and then anyone who knows you and knows your platform, they know about some of the things that you're doing. And I have to imagine there was some sort of mindset shift that happened along the way there. Could you speak a little more to whether that was a specific moment or something that happened gradually? But I'm just curious, what allowed you to make this internal transformation? Well, when I got into college i know this uh not naming any names of course but i i i always felt like that there's always uh, i feel like that there's a uh that, that many people that many people don't know understand what autism really is sure there's definitions on the internet there's uh there's resources, professional resources for those who have autism, like Autism Society, uh, The Mighty, uh, The Autism Parenting Magazine. But I also noticed that like, there's nobody, there's not many people who have autism speaking about being what it's like being autistic. And if they are, my apologies, I just haven't found them yet. Hmm. And 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 some of these like experts like autism speaks who are, who's not an expert at all they they uh just shine the darkest moments on autism is like oh well they they show these statistics on twitter and say it's all bad it's never going to get any better it's just one big pitfall of blackness and, and it's like it's not a life sentence <laughs> and it's like it's a different way of life sure it's challenging and and so i decided you know people need to be more should see 
what it's like to actually be autistic from some from someone who's autistic not tv shows not movies not just this and that because like some yes a lot of those tvs and movie shows like oh this person's really great at math well i absolutely hate math and i hate science they don't interest me they they bore me to death and so so people so yeah you know people focus on on like oh well they're good at this trait these two big traits and that's it well i'm really good at uh, troubleshooting certain things on technology like uh apps or whatnot i would never go inside my computer or like the outside like the whole the shell of the computer i've done i've done it once and it was cool but i would never do it again because <laughs> some of them use different size screws and if you put them in the wrong hole uh-oh i did that once too <laughs> and but so i decided so and I also my school, my my I don't know if it's all the colleges or just my college, but they always at the at the beginning of new semesters you have to request your accommodations over and over and over again, and I feel like it's come to a point where it's like that's not shouldn't be acceptable in this day and age anymore. It's like you're asking me if I'm still. It's like they're asking me if I'm still autistic. I'm always going to have autism, and if anybody comes up with a cure, well, they just wasted their half of their life on something that didn't need to be cured at all. And like, hmm. and so, and and I and to further answer your question, I created Crazy Fitness Guy to be able to shine a positive light and also. To share uh, autism is not as bleak as some shines light on to, and data can be very screwy at times. Look at the weather mm. people. They get <laughs> what, the weather right 20% of the time. Yeah, that's funny. No, that's so interesting. So for the people who interact with your material, whether it's listening to your podcast, whether it's inviting you to come and speak at an event or even someone who just is observing what you're doing, you know, both with the fitness and then also being an advocate for autism. What is it that you want them to know or experience or do after they're exposed to what you're doing? Well, I want them to know that autism doesn't have, doesn't, doesn't have to just be, it's not, it doesn't, you don't have to look at it. Like it's negative, have a negative look on it. Yeah, yeah, sure, it can be very challenging, but can you, when life isn't challenging, driving can be challenging, especially because of construction and really bad drivers on the road. Texas can be a really challenging because because uh, there's just a lot of expenses to tr- keep track of. Running a business is it can be challenging. Talking customer support to a con uh, on Comcast can be very challenging because because they either put you on hold for like fifty plus hours or and why not? Everything in life is can be challenging. 
but we mm-hmm. still do it anyway. Right. And I feel like you have, you know, the authority and the ability to say that because you have faced all of these challenges from the bullying to the health challenges to, you know, the surgeries that you've had to go through. So what would you say to that person who's listening to this podcast and they say, well, Jimmy, I know what you've experienced and that sounds challenging, but you don't know my story. You don't know my background. How would you encourage that person to continue to fight back and keep going even in the midst of challenges? Well, I would say is, is always do some research, know what's out there. Uh, see, like, for instance, like when, when I was uh, doing my, uh, my, the, my ninth and final year of surgery, uh, I also had like three other surgeries in that day. And so I re- so me and my mom did some research about uh, different doctors for, uh, for for wisdom teeth pulling and for uh, to mole removals. So we did research on that. So my point being is to know what your options are out there. Always know that you know something probably has been through has probably been somewhere in that similar situation. It could be bullying, could be surgery just in general. It could be just a lot a lot of different things. Hmm. It's not like when the internet was first made, oh here's a couple of websites. Now there's websites all over the place. And wow. My example is is like, you know, some of you might have been there before you, but everyone has their own unique story and everybody has their own unique battle. And, you know, I, at the end of the day, it's what you make, what you make of it. You can either give up or you can keep fighting. And mm-hmm. at the end of the day, I'm going to look in the mirror and say, I'm going to keep fighting because at the end of the, like also just to repeat it, just to reiterate it, you have to look at yourself at the mirror when you're brushing your teeth and everything else in the morning and before you go to bed at night. So if you give up, you're the only one that you have to look at and it will totally suck to know. If you give up and then you're like, crap, I'm I'm looking at myself and I'm seeing a big failure in the mirror. Wow. Yeah. It, and I'm so glad that you shared that. It makes me think about, um, so we're recording this the week after season three of Ted Lasso came out. And I don't know if you're a Ted Lasso fan or not, but I know that it's a pretty popular show right now. And at the beginning of the first episode, Ted is on the phone with his psychiatrist who had been with the team the year before. And she tells him that the best response to doubt is action. And so as I hear you talk, that comes into mind. And I think it's important to point out, you know, we all face different types of challenges. It's not always fair to compare your challenges to my challenges or anyone else's challenges, because the reality is we all have obstacles that we have to overcome and we all feel inadequate at times. But like you're saying, there is always an option. There's always a way to move forward. And we don't have to feel 
100% certain that it's the right action or the right approach in order to do something to try to move ourselves forward. So I think that's an important reminder. I have one more question and then I'll give you a chance to share about your website and your podcast and some of the things that you're doing. Um, Obviously, you have accomplished a lot. You have overcome the odds in so many circumstances before everything from being able to walk without crutches to being able to lose this weight and survive all of these different surgeries. What drives you to continue pushing and continuing to do more than what you've already done? Uh, well, this might sound a little bit silly, but what keeps me going is proving people wrong. And to me, it's kind of fun to prove people wrong. And, you know, one of my colleagues said to me about like a month or two ago, maybe last year, I forget when, because uh, this pr- colleague always tells me so many different things. And she told me once, as like, well, you you can't have that as a fuel to your fire. And it's like, it's been a fuel to my fire, fire since the day I was born. <laughs> and it's not going to stop now. And it's like, it's <laughs> got me 29 years of, of life so far. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. <laughs> yeah, you would think at some point that people would stop betting against you, but maybe you prefer when they share their doubts because then that motivates you to continue. So... Yeah, and also it, what also drives my passion is that I'm helping other people through my motivational business. It's helping people overcome those challenges, helping sharing my perspective and sharing what I've been through so then people don't, don't just, hey, I'm going to give up because giving up is for quitters and and yeah i'm even though this and i'll admit there's some days I, I i like last year i actually did feel like quitting and because i lost quite a bit of traffic quite to my website and whatnot but instead of quitting i went to a i took a break for a couple of months from writing and then I just focused on my podcast and it's like, I like this a lot better mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's gone. And, if, and the time gap is actually still there on my website. If you went back last year from, if you looked into June to November, I took those months off. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Speaking of helping people and speaking of the website, tell us where we can find out more about you and your work. Uh, you can go to crazyfitnessguy.com. I offer uh, two kinds of podcasts. One is free, of course, and the other one is a premium version where you can get ad, uh, ad-free content, behind-the-scenes access, and more. I also offer an, a web app, which is a lot faster than a regular app on your phone like Facebook. Since that thing is always slow as crap. <laughs> and then uh, and I offer anybody's looking for me to be uh, speaking at their event, podcast, live stream, etc. I'm always I'm available. Uh, yeah, uh, prices are negotiable. I also do free charity work and whatnot. So if you 
need something for free. Let's discuss. And oh, and I have a, I have a swag shop that this crazy fitness guys merch on it. See my sweatshirt. Yeah, this will be audio only whenever it posts, but that is a that is a good yeah. looking sweatshirt. And you can find that and more on Jimmy's website, which we'll link in the show notes and you can go learn more about some of the things that he's doing and putting out there. Well, Jimmy, thank you so much for sharing this time with us, being vulnerable, sharing your heart. And I know that you're impacting a lot of people through the work that you're doing. So thank you for sharing some time with us today. Thank you for having me. So there's a lot to reflect on from this conversation. There's a lot to process. I know for me, one thought that comes to mind has to do with a book that I read last year. It's called The Obstacle is the Way by Ryan Holiday. And in this book, Ryan talks about how influential people all throughout history, everyone from presidents to social activists and everyone in between, view their trials not as something to be avoided, but is something that is a necessary stepping stone or rite of passage on their way to their destiny or to their potential. And this is something I see in Jimmy's life. He mentions during our conversation that if someone tried to come up with a cure for autism, they would be wasting their time. And I think that's because he has begun to view it not as something that is an inconvenience or a challenge, but something that is a key part of who he is and something that contributes to you know, his passion and his fuel and what's helping him get from where he is to where he wants to go in the future. And I appreciate that perspective. I know that that's going to be something that shapes the way I look at myself and my obstacles, and I hope that it has a similar effect on you. Thanks again for listening to the show today. If you haven't already subscribed to the show or given us a rating, I would really appreciate it if you would do that. We are hopeful that we will be able to get this content to as many people as possible because we think that motivation is something that we could all use help with and we're hopeful that we can take this message to as many people as possible i'll see you next week remember that you already have all of the motivation that you need and it's up to you to decide what you'll do with it